What is happening? Welcome to episode 189 of your favorite podcast, The Great Eye Podcast. I'm with Justin Haley, and today I'm going to talk to you about your personal resume. This one gets deep, and I share some extreme vulnerability in here. I really hope you guys enjoy. I always appreciate your support. As always, Great Eye Podcast brought to you by Revise Summit, brought to you by Raw Summit. She's going to Haley at checkout to support you. Boy, next time you hear from me, will I be an Olympia champion coach? Can Ashley Jones become the new Olympia champion? Man, I'm going to miss you guys. I'm gone next week, but I cannot wait to chat with you today. Episode 189, your personal resume. It's going down. I'll see you inside. You guys, you guys, you guys, we are eight days out from the opening night of the Olympia festivities. Eight days out from my debut as an Olympia coach um, with Ashley Jones, obviously, uh, qualifying and being there, taking part of the women's physique division, not just taking part. Um, I believe we're going to take over the women's physique division. Um, and <clears throat> I think that I think that come next Friday night, um, women's physique is going to be on a different level of maybe respect or intrigue uh, than it is right now. Um, you know, women's physique is growing a ton. Um, it's by far my favorite division um, on the women's side. Obviously, women's physique and men's bodybuilding, there's just nothing more beautiful than seeing people, you know, max out what the human body is capable of. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But by the time you guys hear this, seven days from the Olympia, um, my Olympia picks, if you want my Olympia picks, um, open bodybuilding, I think it's going to go Rami. Uh, Hottie, um, Nick, and Curry, top four. Yes, I think Nick will beat Brandon Curry. But also, it's like I was talking to Megan about this last night. It's impossible to tell. Um, we've seen Nick on stage. We haven't seen Hottie. We haven't seen Rami. We haven't seen Curry on stage. We we have Instagram shots. So it's like going based off of last year's showing plus some, you know, leaving some room for progression. It's just, it's a complete guess. That it's not an educated guess whatsoever when it comes to men's bodybuilding because Hottie, um, Curry, and Rami haven't competed since last year. Um, I do think Rami's going to go back to back. I do think Hottie is going to push him really hard. I do think after t after next week that Hottie becomes the new people's champion. You know, it's been Rami, but like the guy who starts dominating can never really be like hold on to being the people champion of there for a while it was Kai Green, which never really made any sense to me. Um, why people really liked him very much, to be honest. Um, and then, you know, it was Rami for so long. It's like he was knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on the door. He finally knocked the door down. Um, I think he'll go back to back. I think that we'll see Rami probably win three or four straight. Um, I think right now Hadi is the only person that can beat him. Um, I think that there's going to be a gap between them and Curry. Um, and I think, you know, Nick's going to show how, how for, as if we don't already know how for real he is, how for real he is by beating someone who has won in Olympia. Um, I think in figure, I think Sid Gillum will repeat, but I know that Jess Reyes Padilla is going to be pushing her. I see Jess in the gym every single day. She is ridiculous. She is gnarly. She is absolutely gnarly. 
And my extreme bias wants to say that Jess is going to get that crown. I know for a fact that Jess is going to be better than she was last year where she placed a disappointing six, and then she had to requalify this year. I saw the anger that that left in her and the bad taste that left in her mouth, and she was training um, with me She, she j- just in person. I wasn't her coach. She was training with um, my group earlier this year for a while, and I think we changed up some of her training, and I've seen it pay dividends for her. Um, I think Jess is going to push Sid as harder than Sid's ever been pushed. Um, in bikini, they kind of already told us the top three. Um, it's going to be a repeat of the Arnold. Um, in women's physique, Ashley Jones is going to win. Um, in classic physique, it's <laughs> there's not really much debate there. Um, in men's physique, I think Raymond uh, will go back to back. I, th- I, th- I think uh, I think I'll win it again. Fitness, I know nothing about. Women's bodybuilding, dude, I don't know. They're all fucking good, and I haven't I haven't seen good pictures of them. Um, I think Hel Trevino is obviously a you know she's a strong candidate to take a W, um, but I, I know nothing about fitness to give anything. So. Really excited for the Olympia next week. Um, debut as a coach. Let me tell you, it f- does not feel real at all. You know, today I was posing Ashley um, after after um, I finished training. Ashley's not training right now. I posed her after we finished training. I was like, dude, next week? Like, so the convention center in, um, in Orlando, uh, the Olympia is held at the Orange County Convention Center and it's attached to the Hyatt Regency Hotel, which is a host hotel. It's one of the biggest freaking hotels I've ever been been at um it's 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 attached and so i was like dude you realize like next week next friday like we're gonna be walking across uh the bridge we're gonna be walking across the bridge to to the olympia like to compete in the olympia it's wild man it's wild i believe i'm the youngest coach there actually as well um so it's cool i'm really excited um i appreciate you guys kind words and support obviously this means everything to ashley and i ashley's you know, I mean, that's that's the fucking eight of my J, dude. I fucking love her. Um, and I just, I want to see this for her way, 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 way worse than I could really want to see it for me. Um, I want to see her achieve the dream that I know she's worked so hard for. Um, so, yeah, really excited for that. The following week, I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I got Brandon Cooper going. I got Ashley Ayul making her pro debut. We turned pro last year, I believe, last October. Um, and then Brandon Cooper, um, this is our first time working together. Um, he looks gnarly. He looks really, really good. I posted his updates on my close friends today, and people are like, fuck, he's never looked like that. And I, I'm very proud, very, very proud of what we're putting together. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's time to go death mode um, with him. It's time to bring conditioning to another level. So excited for that. I got Thomas doing the amateur Olympia. Uh, let's see, Thomas's last name. Hmm. Pakinans? 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, Pacinans? Who knows? We'll see. Next time, after the Olympia, I'll know how to pronounce his last name because uh, I think he'll be the last man standing in that uh, NPC open bodybuilding division. The overall winner of the Olympia turns pro. I'm really excited for all these things. I'm really excited to uh, bring Thomas at AJN next weekend, the best that they possibly can be. Obviously, I'll be gone next weekend. I, I go out to Orlando um, Sunday. I'll be there Sunday to Sunday. I'll be back. Um, I'm going to try to get three out for you before I go to Louisville. If I leave for Louisville Friday, I'll get three out. If I leave Thursday, I might only get two out. But I'll likely be out next week. Could call in. Um, I have one with Brandon. 
but I'm going to be pretty locked in as soon as we touch ground in Orlando. So this is probably be the last time you guys hear from me. Before the Olympia, I appreciate the well wishes. I want you guys to all tune in. There will be a live stream. Ashley Jones goes uh, Friday morning. Prejudging starts 9 a.m. Friday night final start at 7 p.m. I believe women's physique division is going to be crowned right before men's open bodybuilding comes out for prejudging. So definitely tune in today. I already talked about your personal resume as mine is gratefully and fortunately taking a huge boost next week. I want to talk about your personal resume. Why does this matter? Because the reality is you can put anything on paper. You can put anything in an Instagram caption. You can say anything over a podcast speaker, but the reality is you are what your resume says that you are. The true resume, the real one, not the one that you want, not the one that you're manifesting, the one that you've already done. What have you achieved to this point? So I believe as a coach, I believe as a professional, there's an element of fake it till you make it. Within faking it till you make it, I believe you can stay in your lane. And I believe that, you know, with, you know, the inherent nature of, you know, chasing maybe the wrong things that we have right now going on in, in the world, in the social media sphere, I believe we can get lost in what is true and what is reality. Your personal resume is everything you do. It's your thoughts. It's your actions. It's the energy you put off. It's how you treat others. It's the way that you uplift or put down others. It's the way that you interact with others on a daily basis. It's the way you interact with yourself. It's the way you wake up in the morning. It's how you go to bed at night. Your personal resume is everything that makes you you. It is everything. It is all of your intangibles. It is all of your successes. It is all of your failures. It is all of your teachings, your learnings, your knowledge, your anecdote. It is all of your experiences, every single thing combined into one, and that is what makes you you. Sure, there's fake people. There's like things that we can focus on that are rather disheartening or maddening or alarming, and we can always you know, point fingers at others and what they're doing wrong, but the reality is for pointing back to you. What are you doing? What you do is what speaks. It's what presents you. It's what other people think of you. And I mean what other people actually think of you. If you're someone who who has, uh, for lack of better words, haters or whatever it might be, who talk down on you, who try to put you down, who X, Y, Z, that's not really like what someone else thinks of you. That's projecting. Whatever hateful things come your way, spiteful things come your way, that's just someone else projecting on you. I'm talking about people. What do they actually think of you? Look, you can hate me all you want. You can talk about me already. You can talk about me on Twitter. You can talk about whatever. Well, fuck, I'm pretty fuck. I have a pretty dope podcast that helps and impacts a lot of people. I win a ton of bodybuilding shows. I'm a pretty good coach. I'm really good with people's health. Um, I'm rather well-versed in the things I talk about. I'm not well-versed in everything, and I'm okay with outsourcing things. But so my self-awareness comes into play to know, hey, look, you can say whatever you want about me anywhere, but the reality is you know all these things are inherently true. Why are all these things true? Because the resume suggests it. So if I sat here and I got caught up on what so-and-so is saying on Reddit or Twitter about me and I let it affect my day-to-day life, I would be demeaning my own personal resume and drawing down my value that I am able to give to uplift, to empower, to help others. And you're doing the same thing. We're all microcosms, right? Our, our internal environment's all a microcosm of society, right? Like, what LeBron James gets or what Tom Brady gets casted towards him is so vastly different than what any of our experiences will ever be. 
But those guys don't let it actually affect what they do within their realm of professional, which is obviously football for Tom Brady, basketball for LeBron James, because the reality is it doesn't actually matter to them. Sure, there's times they might say something back or whatever, because everyone has a boiling point, right? But what you are doing in your day-to-day, that is your resume, and that is what people believe in you. We're all unique in our own ways, but humans are really smart. Inherently, they're really smart. What they might put out when they open their mouth or whatever is rather dumb. We can trick ourselves into being dummied down and confining into a norm or a belief that we just want to be part of a group of. But the reality is in humans are very smart. They have the capability to be very smart. I mean, shit, we haven't survived evolution for this freaking long for no reason. We figure things out along the way. And every step of the way, we, we, we get new skills, we have new new things that'll help us along the next journey that we are pursuing and entering. Humans are really smart. This doesn't mean everyone you know is really smart. We're also very tribal, and that's honestly one of the greatest downfalls of our current society as a whole, is very tribalistic. You're either a Republican or a Democrat. You're either for or against the jab. You're either... Um, 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 you're, 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 you're a fan of this, so you have to hate that. Why? Well, because we're tribal. And we love being part of a tribe. And if you're part of a tribe, you get to speak out against the other tribes because your tribe is so superior. At least that's what we tell ourselves to be. We nearly brainwash ourselves and dummy ourselves down into we only identify as a member of this tribe because the rest of our identity is just false second nature. It's not being developed. It isn't being focused on. That's not who we actually are because all we actually are is whatever tribe that we identify with the most. Whether it be a political group, a science group, a music group, a football team, whatever it might be, wherever we identify the most, that's who we just become because we are so tribal in nature. So breaking away from that and to be able to stay a logical um, human being while balancing levels of empathy and... and um, and, you know, self-intellect, self-awareness, uh, pushing these things further, that like, we can say we can really ground ourselves and stay very grounded within that. But if you're someone who's going to be, a, a, you know, too tribalistic and, and too far in one camp, you're going to be living in a house of cards, and your house of cards can easily fall over. And I, it honestly blows my mind with politics. It really does. Um, watching, like, American politics... Uh, it's, not, it's not that I'm not some super king, uh, like, historian of politics, but I know how, like, America does things. Like, we do it in such a popular, um, it's like a popularity contest. It's like the who's the prom king or prom queen, right? Um, rather than, like, who's actually most fit to run our country like other countries do. Uh, like, we glorify and we make it this, you know, celebrity status, right? But, like... Politicians are all at a high level. We have a large number of data points to reference here, rather corrupt individuals, right? I think we can all agree on this, no matter who you are. And like they're all kind of the same person wearing a different mask, right? Or just like shouting something different than the other person, whether they believe it or not. It's just about like, how do I become more popular? So I'm going to say this or this to become more popular with this substrate of people, right? But like people 
dive into these humans and start identifying as as a um, as as just them, like as as part of them. Like they think it's a team effort when like they don't actually really matter in the macrocosm of what's going on here. But like what happens when something hits, like a scandal hits? Or what happens when like they make a move that you don't um, like actually morally or integrity wise agree with, right? It kind of becomes a house of cards. Your house can blow over very quickly. So people put their entire identity into something that they don't even control. We're a massive house of cards when we're there. Or you can be just a house of cards built upon, um, you know, band-aiding things and covering things rather than actually um, fixing the root of, of, of the causes of issues that are going on within your life, right? We can, like, we, we, we can build a hurricane-proof steel building or we can be, like, a massive house of cards that's prone to blowing over at any time, right? But how real will you be with yourself about where you stand right now? Look, I'm going to tell you guys something. I haven't talked to you guys about this before in uh, May or June. Whatever NPC Universe was of this year, I believe it was June, I went through one of the most trying times of my life. Let me tell you guys what happened. I'm going to be pretty real, pretty vulnerable here right now. Um, there was a group of people who are part of my gym, um, who are people that I, I have done a lot for. My team has done a lot for, um, like a, a, a lot um, in terms of building their business, building brand reputation, helping them get jobs so they can come to the Alston area um, and, and find their thrive. Um, it's Without saying too much, kind of give away um, um, identities, if you will, protect identities, there were some people that kind of all turned rogue against me and my team. To this day, there's no answers as to what happened. Nothing at all. But people were finding support of other people who didn't like you know me or had issues with me to like attack me um via some social media stuff but more so try to like de uh, demean and ruin my name and my brand within the gym and within the Austin area and all of this is happening you know it started a day after I left for NPC Universe where I was going to be gone for a whole week so it was almost like it was like uh, it's like planned it was like um um, premeditated to like do this and honestly the way that some things played out it does look like it was premeditated amongst some individuals um, to try to like wipe Justin out why none of us have any answers um, no, no one has no one who was affected or not affected by it who has a bias or is non-biased viewing what went down has any answers as to what happened the problem obviously since been neutralized but I realized during this time that I'm in a huge house of cards because I have some things on my side that weren't tied up and weren't shirred up enough for me to move on to next chapters or next evolutions in my life. And right now, during this trying time where you know things were just very, very, quite frank, were just very unfair. Um, and... I realized, oh shit, there's some things I need to do. There's some things I need to work on. I remember making a post that I was talking about I've been absent. And I talked about that on Instagram. It was a really impactful post. A lot of people resonated with it and you guys really took well to it. And I just appreciated you guys allowing me to be vulnerable and open up about, like I was struggling mentally. I'm not going to say I was suicidal by any means at all, but it was like, I remember crossing the road in Charleston. I was like, fuck man, 
if I got just smashed by a car right now, like, I, I, just, I just don't even know if I'd care. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. Like, this is a fucking sob story pity party. That's just where I was. That's where people can drive you to be. And, like, people don't understand that we're all humans, right? Like, people that, you know, these are people who, you know, once looked up to me before realizing that they, you know, were actually more threatened or challenged by me than actually wanting to idolize me. Like, these are people who, like, me and my people helped a lot, man. Honestly, they, some, we still help some of them and support some of them in some ways because I didn't want to take that you know opportunity from them. Um, there was a coach, you know, there was a coach who was involved with it, um, you know, who's obviously since been removed. Like there was some stuff going down that was just not acceptable, not okay. But what did I do in the time? This is the first time I even talked about it. What did I do in that time? I reflected on what what did I do to cause this to happen. I didn't. I didn't go. What did, what did her, her, him, him, her? What, what, what why? Like I, didn't, I wasn't a scared cat backed against the corner trying to fight my way out. I just looked in the mirror and I was like, "What in the fuck has happened? Like, how has things gotten here?" And there were a lot of really good self reflections that day. There were a lot of really powerful fucking things that came out during that time that I found out about myself. And yeah, I mean, there were some parts of it that was like, "Man, like these." Like uh, there, some parts of it you can point to people like being bitter on success or because they don't fit in anymore, whatever the case may be. But there was a lot of it that was on my shoulders and that was my doing. Now, should someone ever be attacked to a point where they're, they they like wouldn't mind getting hit by a car across the road? No, probably not. No, probably, probably not acceptable. But the reality is, I had dug myself a hole. And this hole now needed to be patched back up and brought back to a place where a solid foundation can be built from here. You have to take steps forward. You have to you have to be real with yourself. You have to be raw with yourself. You have to be real vulnerable with yourself. I remember I remember one night John John Childers came over. He uh, got into Charleston. John Childers one of the best fucking humans ever lived. And he just came over to the hotel and just sat there with me and watched basketball. And I didn't talk much. I didn't say much. So I was just kind of sitting there, reflect, you know, reflecting with like a, uh, you know, with someone who I trust, obviously a lot, um, and you know, someone who I feel comfortable with. I was just sitting there reflecting on what's been going on, and he had, he had, he has no idea this was even happening at the time. Um, he still to this day has no idea that, you know, how I was not in a good place. I, I texted Mark Tominek that night. I was like, dude, I'm in a dark place. I just need someone to know. It just feels way better fucking being able to open up. And Mark Tominick was there for me. John Childress was there for me. Like, it was powerful. But having good friends, having that environment to actually be able to be open with is extremely important. So I always talk about checking your environment. If I didn't have my environment to be open, to be vulnerable, to be true, to be real, to be Justin, then I'm not sure where it would have spiraled. But the only way you can grow from it is if you allow yourself to reflect. So reflect, become aware, and then have a plan of attack. Shortly after that, I reached out to my friends Grant and Celeste, and I've been working on some uh, mental strategy uh, work with them every day, um, you know, since then. And honestly, right now, I feel better, I feel healthier, I feel happier, I feel more fulfilled than I've ever been in my life. I went from a house of cards to a hurricane-proof steel building. So when I preach this stuff, is I just had to go through it, man. I just had to fucking go through. I had to tie up loose ends. And I had to make sure that my plan of attack forward was going to serve my athletes, was going to serve myself, and was going to serve the reputation I have in this industry 
through and through to a T. You got to be honest with yourself. Will you do what you say, how you act, what you've accomplished, but also what the fuck you do when you have everything stacked against you? When it seems like the whole world is against you and everything's spiraling down. What did you do in that moment? Don't attack. Reflect. You can attack later on, if need be, if it's warranted. I personally just choose to allow karma to work itself out, and karma always works itself out. It's interesting to watch it work. I believe when you get to a place where you don't have to attack, that's when you're in a hurricane-proof building. You don't have to lash out. You don't have to attack. You don't have to get revenge. You don't have to do anything. Let the world play itself out because the reality is, I believe in karma. I believe in manifestation. You guys know this. I believe that every action we take, every way that we react when something goes negatively or against us, and understand this is fucking life, you guys. This is like real life. This isn't some fucking simulation. We're not playing The Sims 3 where we can control what happens in our mood and our everything day to day. Like, this is real life. Shit's going to happen, and sometimes shit's going to suck a little bit, and sometimes shit's going to get really fucking hard, and sometimes shit's going to feel like it's piling up against you and you have no fucking way out, and the reality is everyone fucking else around you has felt that way. Everyone's felt that way. No one hasn't felt that way. Are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Because if you are, you're probably going to be stuck in a continual cycle of... Quite frank, being sad, being pathetic, being underachieving, not showing up for yourself, not finding true fulfillment or happiness. If you feel sorry for yourself and you expect it to just change without you changing and you taking action, it is never, ever, ever going to change. It is so easy to get frustrated with your environment not being X, Y, or Z, but the reality is that's what you asked for and it's one you created with the resume that you've constructed. There are great humans in this world. There are promising people who choose to be on the wrong side of the ball. And yeah, there are poor humans in this world. There are people that are just not good. Every single one of us has a resume, and that resume speaks for itself. How I used to be, three, four years ago, I'd attack. How I am now? Dude, every time I have... I have People who are terrified to step on stage against my clients. I have my clients go backstage with that TM logo on them. And people backstage are like, oh my God, you work with Justin? How is it? Oh my God, he, that's scary. Because they're scared of success. They're not ready to go to that next level or be held to that next level of accountability. I got people I gave my all to who ended up moving on. And maybe they screwed me. Maybe I screwed them. Whatever the fuck happened. However it went down. There's two sides to the story. It's theirs and mine. Or I guess how that one song goes, there's three sides to the story, mine and yours and the goddamn truth. Like maybe that's how it fucking is. But the reality is the cards got to play themselves out the way that you're laying them. And we are all in control of the way that those cards play. We're all waiting for the right opportunity, not just any opportunity. But let me tell you, there's something about manifesting. There's something about taking action. There's something about having really fucking good karma built up in your way, in your resume, on your resume, the real life one. Not the one on paper, not the one in captions, not the one you think you, you want to be, not the one in your wildest imagination of dreams, the one that you are applying right now and building right now. There's opportunity within it, but are you actively searching for it? Are you putting yourself in position to progress yourself and advance within your next opportunity? Are you putting yourself in position for it to come to you and knock on your door and find you? Or are you constantly going to be behind the ball begging and pleading for something to change, but acting as if you're owed something by this fucking beast called life. 
It's got to be a clean slate, only you can help. By the end of the day, you are all that you have. So are you dropping the ball on you? Or are you stepping up to the plate? Step up to the plate. Hit a grand slam. I'll see you next time.